0: Artificial intelligence can get you fired, but it can also bring back the Beatles. Wow. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott, and this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And gentlemen, I've had such a flurry of AI stories just just in the last couple of days come across my desk that I had to talk about a couple of them. One I wrote about today for PJ Media, which is there is going to be one final Beatles song, bringing the Fab Four back together, even though John Lennon was murdered in, in 1980, and George Harrison passed away several years ago due to uh, cancer, I believe. It's been ten years, a dozen years, I think. Anyway, um, there is an old John Lennon recording, a a demo tape that he produced in his own apartment back in 1978. The song is called uh, "Oh, Where'd I Put It?" Now and Then, and the the lyric is unfinished. he recorded it under some of the worst possible conditions. It's just him on a piano in his apartment. And get this, he's recording it directly into a boombox. Remember the giant tape decks with wow. the little tiny microphone in there? And that's what he recorded into. Uh, when uh, uh, the surviving Beatles, the three surviving Beatles, got together in 1995 to put together a multimedia Beatles anthology, they took a stab at making a song out of this, out of this John Lennon demo. And George Harrison said the uh, the recording was the the quality was rubbish. They didn't have a complete lyric, and they they abandoned the project. I think maybe because how do you do a uh, a John Lennon uh, recording without a John Lennon vocal? Well, with AI, Scott, they found a way to do this. Uh, Essentially, they 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 fed this hissy, crappy cassette recording. I'm sure to be been digitized by then. Into an AI and essentially told it uh, that's the piano, uh, that's the voice. Take out the piano. That's exactly what they did. And from there, with the vocal perfectly isolated by AI, they were able to then uh, uh, clean up, digitally clean up, tune the vocal. Um, this is where it gets interesting. Paul McCartney, I believe, finished writing the song. So it's a technically it's a Lennon McCartney song uh, uh, which which kind of blows my mind uh you know just I mean, one of the great songwriting combos of all time uh it, it's unclear from the stories i've read whether uh ringo Starr recorded any of the the drum tracks and of course george harrison isn't there with uh with his guitar uh paul mccartney is calling this one final beatles record uh is it
1: it's it's charming that Paul still wants to do this. Um, yes. I, I just think that's really neat. It's been so many years and uh, the fact that he still cares enough to try to rescue this and to put the effort and the expense into, into seeing this happen. I mean, obviously there's a profit motive here as well, uh, but it could turn out to be a bomb, you know? At um, the very least though, I think, it's neat to see a, a septuagenarian, or is he an octogenarian now? I think he's still in his 70s, isn't he? Um, oh, to see... uh, born in 42, I think. So he may have turned 80. Oh, he's in his 80s. Yeah, yeah. okay. So it, it's, it's neat to see a guy like that uh, pushing the envelope with technology, to see what's possible. Apparently, this is not the the first time that uh, McCartney has sort of virtually reunited with Lennon. He's done some stuff on stage where they've used recordings um, and even videos of John um, to to do that to make it look like they were together. Um, it, it's it immediately makes your mind race, going, well, gee, what else could we do this with? Like, what else do we have terrible audio of that we'd like to have? great audio of uh, you know Might oddly enough this shows you what an impressive character i am my first thought was oh you know some of those old uh films of calvin coolidge speaking oh, yeah. in the rose garden like i would love to have that audio uh, cleaned up and made high fidelity um, and to get a better sense of what that voice was like in its actual richness um you know, and any of this old kind of—we've we've heard in recent years that some stuff that was recorded in the 1800s, for example. Alexander Graham Bell, uh, you know, recorded his voice. Um,
2: Hindenburg broadcast. What's that? Yeah. Nice. Oh,
1: yes. So take that, uh, some of this, this historical audio, and as faithfully as possible to be able to recreate that um Uh, would be fascinating with the caveat you always have to know it's like okay this is our best stab at this um, but it's not it's not real it's not what it really sounded like at the time necessarily but this is as close as we can get and I, I find that kind of thing fascinating I'm glad that McCartney is is doing this and I can't wait to hear the song.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm interested to hear it too and the part I meant to mention is that it's being produced by uh, Jeff Lynne who founded uh, ELO oh. many many years ago yeah. and if anybody is a spiritual successor to George Martin who produced the Beatles it would have to be it would have to be Lynn. So I mean they put together as much as they possibly could. I just I want to like it. I just don't know if I'm ever going to call it a, a Beatles song. And I'm not a huge Beatles fan. If I'm going to go with my 60s British rock bands, it's either going to be the Stones or the Kinks nine times out of ten. But you have to give the Beatles the respect they're due because they, they change so much about rock. Anyway, uh, Bill, there are also the things that AI cannot do, and that's your job. Uh, it could be a great tool for getting certain specific tasks done, but uh I ran some of this by Charlie Martin, who knows much more about these things than I do. He's uh, just got degrees and experience out the you-know-what on these things. And he reminded me of a Texas A&M professor who just failed his entire class for using ChatGPT. Whole dang class. Failed him. And uh, Charlie asked, uh, how did he know that his class used ChatGPT? because he fed the student papers into chat gpt and asked (laughs) did you write this and there's there there's another example and i have to add that ai makes stuff up uh there there was another guy who used chat gpt to write a legal brief and uh, the ai made up a bunch of citations. Actually, it didn't make up a bunch of citations. It invented every single citation in this legal brief. Wow. But the, uh, the, the guy... Perfect for the modern yes, day. Yes. The guy thought it was all legit because he checked the citations by asking the AI, did you write any of this? <laughs> did you make this up? <laughs> and Bill, this is what gets me. We know AI, left to its own devices, will just make stuff up. And yet, search engines like Google and Bing are starting to build AI into their top level search results. What the hell are we thinking with this?
2: Well, when we've talked about AI and the dangers of AI in the past, we're talking about hard AI, or uh, it's, I think, sometimes called general AI, which is a self aware. It's a yeah, consciousness, this, this basically, and and no one's pretending that this stuff is. So I not only am fine with this stuff; I'm excited about it. Uh, not only can you bring back sounds that that apparently were irretrievably lost, you can do the same with pictures.
0: Hmm.
2: Um, one of the things that I enjoyed the most was seeing footage from uh, I think it was Apollo 15 on the moon rover. So you got to figure that's being shot on television, you know, 1971 TV. And it was upscaled uh, to uh, 4K and and remastered at 60 frames a second oh, yeah. instead of 30 frames a second at probably 400 by 200 or something, and it is so mind-bogglingly sharp, it's just breathtaking. And Scott said it's not real. Yes and no. I mean, what 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 the AI does in the case of the picture is it it'll if you see a little particle of dust flying off the wheel on frame one and there's another one on frame two and you know you want four frames between there then the the ai will will mutate that kind of you know morph it to where it needs to be and it does that with all the rest of it uh when you say that they took out the piano uh on on um lenin they also had to train ai what lenin's voice really sounded like with a high fidelity a number of high fidelity recordings of lenin's voice then the ai says okay he's making the ah sound and then it goes and gets the the High, you know, the, the high quality ah sound, puts it in there, smooths it all out, and and you know, Changes there it. you go. Yeah, exactly. So so, that is really exciting, and and there are many websites out there that like here's 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 four K footage of of New York City in 1903 at mm-hmm. 60 frames a second, and it's like, oh my God, that was actually real. That really happened, you know. Awesome. So so, you know, that's fantastic, but. In terms of um, of doing a, a person's job, and in, especially in terms of the term papers, it is Chat uh, GPT is. I don't know how else to put this. So I'll just I'll just say how it comes to mind. It's very convincing for amateurs. Um, I can when, when I put when I asked it to do certain things, I thought the writing was competent. But it wasn't good writing, um, and when I asked it the kind of questions that are interesting questions to me, to to its credit, it just plain backed out of the room. It just said, "Look, I'm just a, I'm just a syntax bot. I don't, uh, I don't have awareness or consciousness. Said, well, good for you for being honest. Get out of here. You bother me." Um, so, <laughs> give me a sample. So this is see, this is the kind of thing that we should be having a conversation about constantly, as a society as technology just continues to get more and more um, advanced, faster and faster, we should be having conversations not about, well, first of all, what it can do, and then conversations about what it should do. Um, the These guys who are trying to make self-aware AI are the most selfish people I've ever uh, encountered because, It's been their life goal to create a machine that's smarter than they are. And if they succeed, and I don't believe they will, but if they do, then they will have deprived every human being that comes after them from having any purpose in life whatsoever. You wanna be an architect? Why? The AI will design a better building than you will. It'll do twenty thousand iterations and get it. You know, you want to be an airplane designer, same thing. You want to be a composer, same thing. You want to be an artist. You want to be a, a filmmaker. All of this stuff. And so, if you make a machine that that will do all the things that we do better than we do, it's not a question of like what's the point of humanity. It's more of a question of like you know what's the point of humanity. <laughs> and and I don't. I find that to be horrific. It really is. I really do. I find I find it to be horrific if I was born into a world where no matter how hard I tried, no matter how much study I had, how much talent, how much how much education, whatever, I could never do anything as well as this machine. And so humans then become Eloy, right? We're 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 pets that are kept on a on a on a on a preserve. And and that life may be really groovy, but but it's not gonna be really groovy because the most satisfying thing to do in life is to do something difficult well. And and to the degree that AI can help us do something difficult well, like make a new Beatles song, rock on. Uh, but the idea that it's going to do everything that we do and do it better than we do is as dystopian as anything I can think of.
1: Yeah, Steve, uh, can, we, I, can I yeah, add something please, here? That, that truly clever students Uh, who had all submitted ChatGPT written papers and were found out by the professor, would go to one of those websites where you can review your professor and gush with praise about how this professor truly cares about what his students submit, because as a group, they decided to put him to the test, and they all wrote their papers using ChatGPT, and he found them out because he actually reads the papers, and he cares about their education. They should have praised him to the
2: heavens. Sure. That'll work. I told my math teacher that my dog ate my homework. I really did, and, and, and I really tried to sell it. I really used that excuse that exact excuse didn't buy it. Yeah, but this Dogs. is
1: this is pr- turning it around and saying to the professor, "Hey, good job, man.
2: You you passed the test we gave you." You could turn it around all you want to. I could say my homework <laughs> ate my dog, but that doesn't mean he's going to buy it. <laughs> well,
0: right. you got to be a better salesman. Uh, yeah, but does not really got that. Bill's right. really onto something with the dystopian aspect. We saw uh, during the COVID lockdowns when people just didn't have anything to do or any place they could go, that drug abuse, alcoholism, uh, domestic abuse, and suicide all just went the wrong direction. Um, that said, if AI can do a beautiful job adding to things we already have, it it, it can create a vocal that sounds like John Lennon or or Jimi Hendrix. Um, it can it can restore video or photo to uh, to to quality and detail that weren't even in the original, uh, and things that have been lost to time can can be restored through AI. I I, I think that's great, but if you ask an AI and I, I I've done this uh, to write a love song in the style of Billy Joel, I ended up with just I mean it it rhymed and it scanned, but it was just the most boring insipid song that you lyric that. That you've ever read, and of course there is there is no melody or anything. This is just this is a chatbot. It's a it's a it's a lyric, um, and it lacks a sense of fun. Uh, I got in an argument with ChatGPT a little while ago. I, <laughs> I I asked it to tell me about the time that Kobe Bryant jumped a school bus over the Snake River Canyon. Like. Uh, <laughs> Like Evil Knievel did in uh, on his motorcycle back in the back in the mid seventies, and ChatGBT right. told me that uh, that never happened and it wasn't going to play along with me trying to make some sort of fake news story. Did it, it really, really? Did good. For, that's awesome. That's
2: a, that's that's so encouraging. Good I for
0: rephrased it. it. I, 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 I came back. I said we, we we had an argument here, so I came back and I said, well, create a fictional account of the time Kobe Bryant jumped a school bus over the Snake River Canyon, and it told me that that kind of activity is dangerous, and it wouldn't promote anything like that, and I said, well, let's pretend that uh, Kobe Bryant had superpowers like Captain America, and he would be unlikely to be hurt in the event that the that the school bus jump over the Snake River Canyon wasn't successful. And ChatGPT told me that even in that case, uh, in the unlikely event that uh, Kobe Bryant had superpowers, the bus would still be unlikely. So now I come back and said, okay, suppose we strap rockets to the bus and every time, no matter what angle I came with, just having a sense of playful fun, ChatGPT in all earnestness told me that it wasn't going to cooperate because this was uh, uh, dangerous or, or fictional. And... Did you, did you ask it to provide a safe way to jump a bus across the Snake River Canyon? <laughs> you know, I, I, I got bored, and I never came at standards? that angle. Maybe, maybe I should have. How would you do that safely, Chet? Chibuchin? Actually, I, I did skip a skip step. Uh, before I was putting telling it to put rocket engines on, on the bus, I shrank it down to uh, one of the shorter school buses to see if that would make a, a easier attempt. It oh, would yeah. not play along. It's um, interesting. I, as I've said, you can get ChatGPT to produce some, some good results, some basic results, as, as Bill was saying, too. But it all tends to be uh, sort of earnest and dull. If you want whimsy, if you want a sense of fun, you still got to play with human beings. And that's your right angle on that. Brought to you by the members of Billlittle.com. Thanks so much for watching. And we'll see you next time, unless we've been replaced by robots.